0: Hey, thanks for joining us at Praise Chapel. We hope you enjoy this message from our midweek service with Pastor David Diherina. Also, we'd love to hear what God has done in your life. To share your story, email us at info at Again, we hope you enjoy this message.
1: God, the Lord is in his place. You can feel the presence of God in this place. I believe those two last songs were powerful. God is in this place, and he is ready to move. I just want to pray real quick. Father, I pray, God, I thank you for the Holy Spirit. I pray, God, as I begin to minister, God, let the Holy Spirit begin to glorify the name of Jesus. God, be glorified in all this, my God, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I want to tell you, God's going to do some this evening I really feel God wants to do something powerful what what stirred me is um I'm listening to a, a preacher today and and he's talking about back in the in the 60s Ecuador that this pastor was there for years and years and and after I think 10 15 years he only had maybe a hundred 80 to 100 people and and uh, uh, he just felt like a failure. You, you know, pastors, no matter how much success we have, we always feel like failures. We just you know, we, we, we just don't see what we feel we should be seeing. Hey, and thanks for joining us at so Praise Chapel. He, he we hope you enjoy this message and, from our midweek was, uh, service
0: with Pastor really Rudy a hold of God, and he Also, goes back. we'd love to hear what God has done in your life. To share your I story, email us at info you at Thank God I'm married. Again, we hope you, you what, enjoy this message. I'd be, I'd be a mess. Hey, thanks for joining us at Praise Chapel. We hope you enjoy this message from our midweek service with David Diga Hernandez. Also, we'd love to hear what God has done in your life. To share your story, email us at info at pcparamount.org. Again, we hope you enjoyed this message.
1: Instead of preaching, he says, you know what? We're going to fast and pray. And they began to fast and pray. That church, uh, that those 80, 100 people began to fast and pray for days and days and days. This guy didn't minister, didn't preach. Uh. Finally, a uh, 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 revival broke out. 40,000 people got saved.
2: Hey, thanks for joining us at Praise Chapel. Ecuador. We hope you enjoy this message from our oh, midweek you, service with Robert Santiago. Also, we'd we love to hear what God has done God in your life. To, to share your story, email us at info at pcparamount.org. Again, we hope you enjoy this message. Yeah,
1: God. God wants to do... Is it, is it that bad? Oh, is that, Okay. i want to tell you, God wants to do something powerful.
2: Thank you for joining us for this week's message okay, at you praise might not Chapel it. We hope okay, you enjoyed this, down this down message from our midweek bit, please. service please, with I, Pastor Isaac Roman. I, I like also, we'd love to hear what voice. God has done in feel your feel life. To hear you your story, <laughs> email us at info and at so, But I really feel God wants
1: to do something Powerful, but I want to tell you, we are going to need people.
0: Thank you for joining us this week at Gap. Praise Chapel Paramount. We're we going hope you to enjoy this message from our midweek are service are with faithful. worship leader Omar Lopez Jr. We are going to also, it's, it's we'd this love to hear guys. what God I'm has done, sorry, done in I, I your life. It, to it, share your story, bad. email us at infopcparamount.org. Uh, Again, I, I really we hope feel you enjoy God
1: is going to do, but we need people. That no matter what's happening in their lives,
0: that they're going to be found standing. Thanks for joining standing. us at Praise Chapel. We hope you enjoy this message oh, I from our I midweek look service with Pastor, Pastor Michael Wendy. Hernandez. Wendy a, a also, we'd love to hear what God has man. done in I'm your afraid. life. If I start, <laughs> to share your if I start stories, twitching and all that stuff,
1: again, we hope
0: you enjoy I, this message. I love the
1: coffee team. It's, they're just so... It, it's just... I want to tell you, Starbucks should come over here and visit these guys and learn Thank about customer service. Thank you for joining
2: us service. at Praise Chapel Paramount. Oh, no. and, hope you know, you they don't have to be as nice as they are, but they are just fabulous. <laughs> just fabulous. Also, I am telling you that they are some of the in best your people life. in, in to the share world, your man. I love you guys. Email us, Thank us at you so info much. at Paramount. We're going to watch a video real quickly. we hope you enjoyed this message.
1: And... It is so and there's gonna be some words there. I want Praise you to Chapel read along Paramount. if you can. I can't wait. We hope you enjoy this it out, let, from our mid-week service it.
2: with Jonathan Tahaji. Also, we'd love to hear what God has done in your life. To share your story, email us at info at PC paramount.org twenty four hours a day. Again, we hope you enjoyed this. Three hundred and
1: sixty five days a year. Tomb guard centennials are Thank always you for joining on duty us at, at Praise the tomb Chapel of the Paramount. Soldier.
2: We hope you enjoyed this message from our midweek service Located with in Arlington
1: Peter Howell. Also, where 5, we'd love to hear what God has done in your life. To share entered.
2: your story, email us at info at pcparamount.org. The tomb again, is again, memorial to the dead from message. World War I,
1: World War II, the Korean War, and the Vietnam War.
0: Thank you for joining us at Praise Chapel Paramount. We hope you enjoy this message from our midweek service with Pastor steps, Angel Flores. The centennial also, we'd love to hear what God has done in your honor. life. To share your story, email us gun. at Salute. info at pcparamount.org. Again, we hope Walking you enjoy this message. Walking in the rain,
1: in the snow,
0: Thank you for joining us at Praise Chapel Paramount. We hope you enjoy this message from our midweek service with Evangelist Jose Vargas. Eternally also, we'd love to hear what God has done in your life. To share your story, email us at info God. at pcparamount.org. Again, we hope you enjoy this message. Thank you for joining us at Praise Chapel I'm re- Paramount. I'm looking at these we guys you and this I'm about From our midweek them. service no with Pastor Hector Hernandez. Also, we'd love they to don't hear from you after in your life. their to share 8 to 12 hour shift. Email hours us at info@pcpermount.org. There's nothing media there, it's a true message. Them. They're not out there fighting a war. Thank you for joining us at Praise Chapel Paramount. We hope you enjoyed this They're message not from our our service with Pastor Stephen Shirling. Also, There's no we'd love spotlight, to God about has them, no fame, life. no secret assignment. Story, email us at info at info@pcpermount.org. Again, we but hope you enjoyed this message. But they are faithfully standing
1: there at their post. They are there at the post that has been assigned to them. Through rain, get ready for my picture, through snow, through shine, through blizzards, even during a hurricane, this is Hurricane Katrina, they would not leave their post. The tomb, just leave that up there, the tomb of the unknown soldier has been guarded for 24 hours a day, seven days a week, non-stop since July 2nd, 1937. The tomb centennials that protect the site are the best of the best the U.S. Army has to offer. Nothing short of Armageddon is going to break that discipline. By the time Hurricane Sandy hit the D.C. Chapel area Paramount. in 2012, it was a super storm expected to Pastor kill Kelly more people and Pastor cause more damage also, than any hurricane, has says done Katrina, in, in 2005. To share your story,
2: email that didn't us at sergeantshanevincent1bit.
1: This Again, is what we all volunteered to message. do. Staff Sergeant Michael Benuela said, uh, the commander of the first relief told ABC News, for us, we don't really think anything of Thank it. It's what we do. Thank you for joining it's us at Praise Chapel Paramount.
0: We hope you enjoyed this message. When the Centennials, do to stand watch during we that time Ehenina. frame, found out also, that they could be without power and food to for an extended story, period of at time, at they brought, Extra. and they also brought MREs, a meal ready system.
1: They were as prepared as anyone else for a hurricane. The difference was they would be standing in it for Praise their Chapel shifts Paramel. and their changes. We hope you enjoyed this message
0: from our Sunday morning service with Pastor John Poole. Also, we'd love to hear what God has done in your life back on to that but many know this evening that you and i have been called to stand again we hope you enjoy this message
1: we have been called to stand at our post, to be at
0: our Thank assignment you for joining us at praise chapel perth that the lord is through for your morning Paul service speaking but Luna. as we have been also, approved love by God, god has done in your to life to be entrusted to share with your the story. gospel even so we speak not as pleasing work. men but
1: god who tests our message are heart. Uh, and so here Paul is speaking about himself and, and preachers that, that we have been entrusted with Thank the gospel to preach the,
0: the, the, the word and to bring it forth to equip
1: the saints. And how many know that you have also been entrusted with the gospel?
0: Again, we hope you enjoy this message. And, and
1: in Jeremiah 1:5 the Bible says before I formed you in the womb I knew you before Chapel you Paramount. were born we I sanctified you, you. I ordained you service.
0: a prophet also, to we'd the love nations to God has done here he's in speaking your to life. Jeremiah to but how many know story, tonight he's speaking at info to you at pcparamount.org speaking to you again we hope you enjoy this message
1: you know what are the Biggest lies that the devil will use to Christians is you're insignificant, you You don't matter. I want to show you tonight how much you matter. I'm I'm really going to make you think. I want to challenge you, but I want to make you
0: think. See, Jeremiah 29, 11, he goes on to say, for "For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil,
1: to give you a future and a hope. He says, I have great things for you. I have destiny. I have future. I have a
0: calling for some of you. Hey, thanks for joining us. God at has Praise a Chapel. purpose. We hope you enjoy this message from our men's discipleship service With Pastor Eddie Vargas.
1: Also, and I tell you this evening, church, in, in my not be to, share to your be a story, pastor.
0: Email us at it might not be to
1: be an evangelist. Again, it might not even be message. to be a teacher of the word,
0: but he does want you and he does code you Thank to stand. Thank you for to joining stand. us at Praise Chapel Paramount. We hope you enjoy this message and stand faithful in service, your place pastor of service. Gray. Also, we'd love to hear Paul what God has iterates done in this in your life. Ephesians 6 13 and having do, done all praise, Paramount. Again, yes, we you're hope you this fighting message. the enemy.
1: Yes, you're fighting the devil. Yes, you're fighting principalities and rulers in the, in the air hey, and dark
2: places but, but when, we hope when you're you enjoy fighting, he says, remember this. Stand. With also, we'd love to hear what God has done in your Don't life give to up. share your story. Don't email turn us back and keep pressing forward. Again, we hope you enjoy See, this. See these
1: centennials, no matter what's happening around them, they stay faithful at their post.
2: Thank you for joining us at Praise Chapel parentmount we hope you enjoy this message from our men's discipleship service with stop. Pastor Victor Danridge. Also, they'll we'd love to hear what God has done in your life. To share your story, email us at info at pcparamount.org. Back and Again, forth. we hope you enjoy this message.:
1: Here a hurricane is hitting them, and they said, "You know what? We have to be at our post. And I want to tell you, maybe Thank you for joining us are at Praise Chapel Paramount. We hope that, you enjoy this message you, from our called
2: midweek called service with Pastor stand. John McGovern. Also, you're we'd love to stand. hear what God has done in your life. And to share to your somewhere. story, email us at info@pcparamount.org.
0: At yeah, you know, Again, the we hope you enjoy this message.
1: The reason I don't like message. emotional music of today's Christian generation is because it makes Christians emotional. It makes them wimpy. I love Pastor Omar the other day. He goes, all these songs today are love songs. Christian <laughs> love songs. Because they don't mention Jesus. Oh, you can make it. When I was weak, you were... It's like, stop already! How about we can take the land or God's got an arm here, take down the enemy, uh, pull down the stronghold. How about something... Uh, That says, you know what, I'm not an emotional wreck, but I'm a mighty man or woman of God. You know, we have too many Christians just complaining and whining and getting offended. And, oh, pastor, you're talking about me. No, I don't have time to go worry about your life, dude. I got enough issues in my life. Now, I remember uh, somebody came up to me in Gardena and Gardena said, Pastor, you were preaching just to me. I said, bro, that's the Holy Ghost. I ain't got time for you. I ain't got time to be a little noticing with you. I'm not Holy Ghost patrol. <laughs> you know, I told the church in Gardena, I said, you know what? The Bible says, work out your own salvation, so go work it out. I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to encourage you. I'm going to equip you. But you got to work it out, bud. I'm not preaching. I don't have to. I mean, come on. I got to work. I can't go looking through the windows and see what they're doing. Oh my gosh! Oh, I'm in Dios. Somewhere, you have to make a decision in your heart that you love Him more than you love anything else. Listen to what Paul said in 2 Timothy 1.12. For this reason, I also suffer these things. So he's going to give us an explanation. Why do I go through what I'm going through? Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep what I have committed to him until that day. Can I ask you tonight, are you persuaded? Sometimes we could be like King Agrippa. Paul, you almost persuaded me to be a Christian. Another translation, they they, they go that that he said almost, or it could also translate, in such a a short time, do you intend to make me a Christian? I want to tell you, there's been Christians that have been saved for a long time and they still aren't persuaded. you got to be persuaded. you got to say, God, no matter what I'm going through, God, you are my Lord and Savior. Paul says, you know, they they took everything away from me, but I'm persuaded that you're going to keep me, Lord. It's a decision. It's a decision to stand at my post as an example. Can I tell you this evening, church? You might not be a pastor but you preach every single day. Every day your life is preaching. You're preaching to your wife. You're preaching to your kids. You're preaching to your family. You're preaching to your coworkers. And oftentimes you don't have to say a thing. Your life says it all. Mommy, Daddy, how come you guys always smile at church and when you get home, you guys are screaming at each other? (laughs) (laughs) Can I tell you something, husbands? You're teaching your sons what to do to their wives. You're preaching to them. Can I tell you something, woman? You allow that man to hit you, you're teaching your daughters what's acceptable. You're preaching. Young ladies, let me tell you something, you're a Christian and you're out fornicating, you're teaching your daughters what to do when they get saved. We got some cussing Christians? Why do you get mad at your kids when they cuss? Mommy, why can't I watch that movie with you? Is this too much tonight? I don't know. See, God is not looking for perfection. He is looking for faithfulness. I remember the, the movie Forrest Gump. How many of you know Forrest Gump movie has so many? Got so, I mean, it's one of the, probably one of the best movies ever made. It's just, it's just so good. And one of his sayings was, Stupid is as stu- stupid does. I remember that. Well, I got a better saying tonight. Faithful is as faithful does. Don't come tell Pastor Omar, you're going to be faithful and it can never be found anywhere. Don't come tell us you're going to be you're called to be a pastor. don't show up for Saturday morning prayer. does not that make sense? I mean how can you be a pastor if you're not praying? Does it make sense I mean it does't <laughs> Kind of nervous now. <laughs> See, every day our life is saying something. Every day. And whether you believe it or not, you are leaving a legacy. Right now, right where you are, you're leaving a legacy. What will you be remembered for? In Genesis nineteen seventeen is probably one of the saddest stories in the Bible. And so here God is starting to, getting ready to uh, rain fire down on Sodom. Lot and his wife and daughters are there. The angels come. They're, they're trying to get him out. The guy doesn't want to leave. And in verse 17 in Genesis 19, so, so it came to pass that when they brought them outside that he said, Escape for your life. Do not look behind you, nor stay anywhere in the plain. Escape to the mountains, lest you be destroyed. A simple request. Don't look back. And in Genesis 19, 23 through 26, the Bible said, the sun had risen upon the earth uh, when Lot entered Zor. Then the Lord rained brimstone and fire on Sodom and Gomorrah from the Lord out of the heavens. So he overthrew those cities, all the plain, all the inhabitants of the city, and what grew on the ground. But his wife looked back behind him, and she became a pillar of salt." Oh my God! Doesn't that just run? It just chills down your back. See, we see them getting ready, but the Bible tells us in verse 16. And while he lingered, they're hesitating. That's another translation. But he hesitated. The angels actually had to grab them and drag them out. They didn't want to go. Here life is waiting for them in the heights, in, in the mountains, and, and death is, is pressing right there on their heels. Yet she lingered. There was safety outside the city, but there was doom inside the city. I remember the story, I, I, I think I, I studied here, about uh, Pompeii. When, when, when the, the volcano erupted and it, the, the, the ashes were coming down so hot, that it actually uh, uh, petrified the people right where they were at. And they actually, as they're excavating it, not too long ago, they actually found a lady. If she would have got past the gate, she would have been okay. But they, they found her a few steps from the gate, and they found her in this kind of position. She was reaching back. And so they excavated a little bit further, and they found a couple of gems there that she had dropped. And her life was taken because of what that bag could have brought her later on. See, here's Lot's wife. Safety awaited her. But she seemed bent on clinging on to Sodom. She didn't want to let go. She lingered. She hesitated. She looked back reading a, a book and, and I have several books back from the late 1800s that I love to, to read and, and one of them was, was talking about this uh, um, old evangelist was sharing a story that they were at a, a, a tavern and so one part was where they, where they feed and then the other part where they had the, the, the liquor and so he said years ago on the streets of our village a gentleman rose to his feet after hearing a joke and went away laughing a keen old physician who was with me looked at him and said, if that man knew how near death he was, he would not be laughing at that fashion. He is suffering from a fatal disease, I can tell by the way he walks. Now it's not, the danger was not in the walk, but in what the walk revealed. So Lot's wife's sin was not that she looked back, but it's what that look indicated. It indicated a divided heart, an undecided will. And the reason she looked back is she was still in love with Sodom. Listen, we might not all be gung-ho when we're called to do something. Okay, I want to tell you, I don't know how many times I've just wanted to sleep in on a Saturday morning. After working, you know, the, the commute alone is around two and a half hours a day. And I'm there anywhere for between 10 and 12 hours. And You know, I, I, after working in that L.A. traffic Friday night drive, I, my God, I'm just, I'm just praying, God, what did I do, Lord, forgive me? <laughs> Doesn't LA traffic make you feel like that? It's like, my, i just going five miles now. It's actually 20 miles, but still. And so, I forgot, oh, but, but Saturday morning comes, alarm goes off at 7. I'm like, no. I have to roll out. Oh. First place I go to, coffee pot. <laughs> Got to make that coffee yes, for my wife.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, we might not be all gung ho when we're called to do something. But you see, it's us doing it that shows our faithfulness. Our being at that place, that assigned place. It's Gideon in Judges 6, 12. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. And Gideon says, Yes, that's me, Lord. He begins to make excuses and say, say, why he's not him? I'm, I'm the smallest of the smallest, the smallest tribe. I can't do this. I can't do that. But you see, God saw something in him. Listen to me. He didn't see it in anybody else. He saw it in Gideon. Even though he didn't see it in himself, God says, I look past the outward and I see what's inside your heart and I know that you can do it. God saw something in you and drew you to salvation. Oh, I want to ponder there for just a second because y'all didn't get that. Y'all did not get that. Listen to me. He didn't call uh, 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 Donald Trump. He didn't call Bill Gates. He didn't call Hugh Hefner or all these other big name guys out there. Uh, 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 Hugh, What's his name? Hugh Grant, what a, Hugh Grant, a movie star. He didn't call all these. But listen to me. He called you. He found you you. He saw something in you. And you might not even see that yet. That's the thing. I want you to, to, to let that sink in for just a moment. Where Jesus says in John 15, 16, You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. He yeah. says, so You didn't choose me. I chose you because I see something in you. Not in Kobe Bryant. Not in LeBron James, but I see something in you. And I brought you to Praise Chapel Paramount for a reason, because I want to use you. Oh, my God, I hope somebody's getting this tonight. He chose you just like the army chose those centennials to be there at the tomb of the unknown soldier. Now I'm hoping that the media team put this exactly the way I sent it. In first Kings 17 2 through 4. Now they're stressed out back there. Oh, did you guys get it? Oh, Rob's over there looking at, it. Oh, did you guys put it right Wait. 1 Kings 172 to 4, Then the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Get away from here, and turn eastward, and hide by the brook Cherith, which flows into the Jordan, and it will be that you shall drink from the brook, brook and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. In verse 9, Arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow to provide for you there. So he arose and went to Zarephath, and when he came to the gate of the city, indeed a widow was there. I don't believe that the ravens would have fed Elijah anywhere else but there. I don't think the widow woman would have appeared to him anywhere else but there. See, God didn't tell Elijah, just wander around and I'll feed you and take care of you. There was the place of God's will for Elijah. It was a place of purpose. It was a place of his power. It was a place of his provision. There was a place for God's purpose. It wasn't anywhere else but there. And can I tell you, God has a there for you. At this moment that you're there is here at Praise Chapel Paramount. You will not be discipled anywhere else but here. Oh, Pastor, I don't believe that. I don't care what you believe. Read the Bible. Read the Bible. Well, I want to go to a bigger church, go. You're not going to get discipled. You're going to miss out on what God has for you because you're not at that there that he has called you to be. And I'm not saying this is the only church. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying this is the only church that's discipling. This is not the only fired up evangelistical church. But I want to tell you, you're not called anywhere else. You're called here at this time for this moment. Oh, man. Come on. You could go to T.D. Jake's church, you're going to miss out. You could go to Joel Osteen's church, you're going to miss out. You could even go to another priest's chapel and miss out because you're not called to be discipled by anybody else. You're called to be discipled under Pastor Omar Sister Letty. I'm sorry. That's the way God did it. Oh, no, I could just turn. No, no, you can't. You can't. I'm not trying to, to, to you know, our church should be, completely flooded and filled up right now with people. It really should. Some of the best preaching around here. But listen. (laughs) Elisha wouldn't have been discipled by anybody else except Elijah. Barnabas had to intervene and he had to disciple Paul. Paul had a lot of things to be worked out. And Barnabas had the patience to work out the things with Paul. Can I tell you something? Pastor Omar might be the only pastor to put up with you. You all need to thank him. Thank you, Pastor. (laughs) Thank you. Something he wants you to do. I got to hurry up here. You can never truly be happy anywhere else, nor can you please God anywhere else but there. You could try, but you won't. You'll miss out on the reward God has for your life. Sir Thomas Limpton, a, a sportsman from England, was won the many yacht, yacht prizes and, and trophies, but he never won the American Cup. The American Cup is the most prestigious trophy in yachting. You no, know, that's when you get on a boat and you sail and you go through. Okay. People are, Pastor, we, we know about chains and games and, 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 and Lakers and stuff like that, but what the heck is yachting? Okay, so they lift up the, the sails, and the wind takes it, and they go, okay. <laughs> but he's, go, he's quoted as he's showing all his trophies to his friends. And as he's walking, he says, I'd give them all for the one I didn't get. See, it doesn't matter how many awards you win on earth. Doesn't matter how many promotions you might get if you move to the other city. Doesn't matter how many job titles or even accomplishments that you have. You gotta be there in the place that God has called you. In Philippians 3:14, Paul says, I press forward to the goal of the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. He goes, There's a lot of calls in my life, but I'm only listening to one. Oh, did everybody get that? There's a lot of calls in your life, man. There's a lot of calls. You know, our calls came from from 2,200 miles away, uh, Albion, Michigan, where our parents lived. And they called us uh, 22 years ago. Hey, why don't you guys come home? You, You guys have been in Yuma for that long. It's time to get out of the desert. Come back home. We miss you. Our family misses you. And we said, no, we can't be there. We were here. This is the place God has called us. And we pressed through. Then his dad passing away of cancer. But we pressed through. We had to stay. There was a place in Yuma at that time. There was a place God wanted us. I'll be honest with you. We didn't want to be there. We wanted to be with our family. You know, a lot of people, if you're close with your family, you live near them, you know, you wouldn't, it's it's hard to understand. But when you live 2,200 miles away and hopefully there was one period of time where I didn't see my mom for 10 years. But there wasn't my calling. My calling was over here where God called me. Was it hurtful? Was it painful? Yes. But I had to listen to the call. I had to heed what God was doing in my life. President Woodrow Wilson was once quoted as saying, as as Omar comes up, as he was saying, people being defeated by one's secondary successes. Let me read that again because a lot of people miss that. He said, people are being defeated by their secondary successes. There's just so many people settle for second best. Instead of waiting and waiting for good God has for them, they give in. And I want to tell you, we are cheated when we choose our own way. No matter what we attain, if we miss the purpose of God, we're cheated. I want to close tonight with Psalms 2, 8 and 9. This is a, a psalm written for the Messiah from the Father. And he says, Ask of me, and I will give you the nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron, and you shall dash them to pieces like a potter's vessel. That first part goes, Ask of me, and I will give the nations. There, the father was talking to the Messiah, his son Jesus. <coughs> In Revelation chapter 2, verses 26 and 27, here's Jesus speaking to you and I. And he who overcomes and keeps my works until the end, to him I will give power over the nations. He shall rule them with a rod of iron. They shall be dashed to pieces like the potter's vessels, as I also have received from my Father. Here's Jesus linking Psalms chapter 2 to Revelations chapter 2. He says, that I'm going to give you the nations for your inheritance if you're an overcomer, if you're faithful, if you're where you're supposed to be. He says, I see something in you, and I'm going to stir those things. He says, you don't see that in yourself Yet. But he says as you're serving God and you're serving God, you begin to see God's glory growing in your life. You begin to see his grace. You begin to see how much he really loves you and he cares about you. And you begin to realize that the thoughts of God for your life are good and not evil to give you a hope and a future. You begin to see and look that, wow, look, I've wasted my life on all this stuff. And now you begin to see the goodness of God. You begin to see the good things God has for you. Say, oh my God, thank you, Lord, that you would even choose me Can I tell you, he knows who you are. He knows your shortcomings. Overcoming doesn't mean, oh, I had a bad thought today. Oh, my God. No. He says, you've gone through some hell and high water, and you're still here standing. You're still here faithful. Who here, you've been saved over 10 years? Look at that. You guys are examples. Who's been here saved over 20 years? Look at that, man. You guys are God's heroes. Anybody here over 30 years? Woo, come on. See, we honor you. You've been longer here than 20 years. We honor you. Other people are looking at you. And some of them should come and ask, how have you done it? How have you done it? i want to tell you, bro, God, God, you, there's a hunger deep in your heart. And you're just like, fine, like, God, what do I do? How do I, how do, I do anything? Can, can I tell you, one, don't sit back. And two, link your hearts with your pastor. That's where it's at. You got to link your heart with your pastor and say, Pastor Omar, you know what? I want to build a relationship. You might not, I might not be the top disciple, but I want to be a disciple. I want to do, where do you need me, pastor? I'm going to be your right-hand man. I want to be your armor bearer. You fight for, bro, there's, there's, you have a warrior fighting spirit inside of you. You're like a roaring lion deep inside. Of you Ah, what can I do, God? But you're so timid and you're like, well, okay, what do I do? Where do I fit in? You see all these other guys. I want to tell you. Faithfulness is not being involved in a lot of things. Faithfulness is being where you're called to be at the right time at the right place. All right. So you you fight. God has a purpose for your life. I want to tell you. Your first thing is talk to any of the pastors. Say, you know what? I want to be the, I want to be a disciple. I want to get out of my shell. I want to get out of my shell and I want to be. I want to be where the warriors are at. Praise God. Three hundred warriors. 300 warriors were chosen with Gideon. And it was the ones that knelt down and they brought the water up to them. They said, we're fighting a war, man. I ain't got time to be lipping on water. I, I gotta keep my eye out. I, I gotta keep an eye out. I gotta keep an eye out. What's, what's going on? See, there's men in here. You need to break the timidity. And say, God, I want what you have.